tonight. 10.23 p.m. in the East. Streaming live on Pride48.com. It's time for The Mix. My name is Daniel Brewer. I do not do this show alone. I do it with my good buddy, Adam Burns. Adam, how are you this evening? My Windows 11 install is almost, it is restarting right now as we speak. I'm doing excellent. Thank you for asking. Don't let Kathy Marshall, our listener Kathy Marshall, know that you're installing Windows 11. She does not care for Windows 11. She is, uh, and you know, she's a former Microsoft employee, so she... She probably like knows that there's some kind of secret bomb in Windows 11. I don't know. I hear they're not allowing Russians uh, to upgrade to Windows 11. I, I, it's another sanction. I, uh, I love Windows. I've had Windows 11 for oh, gosh, about four, three or four months now. I, I love it. Um, anyway, Adam, how are you this evening? I'm doing pretty good. How how are you doing this evening? I am doing just ducky. Uh, we we've got a, a full chat room here. We're we're just cooking with gas. We're ready to go. And uh, I know there was something that I was going to say from something that you said, and then I got sidetracked, and now I don't remember what it was. Hmm. I I don't know. I I'll say I have my SD card. I'm mm-hmm. I'm recording. Right. Yeah. I have a positive attitude. Yeah. I do not. No. no. Have extra vodka because because oh, yeah you got to drive tomorrow. I've got to drive in the morning, so I'm I'm not drinking at all because mm-hmm. I don't I I've never been able to handle alcohol very well. I always feel like crap the next day. That's why you should and take so, two uh, ibuprofen and some electrolytes, or just some some Gatorade or something before you go to bed after you've been drinking. Um, the the trick is to not get so drunk that you forget to take those things because <laughs> he really has to be done I don't think, at that point. I'm not sure that I've ever been drunk enough to forget to do something. Well, there you go. Um, I don't get blackout drunk. You Adam, know? I, any of us that have listened to your uh, award-winning daily podcast, The Geeky Gay, over at thegeekygay.com, uh, not any of us, all of us that listen to that show are on pens and needles about this whole passport situation. We're we're losing sleep. I was unable to get back to sleep this morning because I was so worried about this passport and the expediting <laughs> and the everything. Adam, what is going? Tell me up to the minute now what what is going on with your passport situation. Well, I have I have right here a check. I don't know if you can see that. I can. Can you get it a little? Um, I don't have the routing number right. Yeah, can exactly. I? <laughs> Uh, and so I, it's, okay. So I, I've been going back and forth with this travel agent and she's a lovely lady. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Ricky is lovely. Mm-hmm. I recommend that anyone who is going on a luxury cruise use her. Okay. Uh, but she's very fearful, Daniel, very, very fearful lady. I, I think she needs, because she is so concerned that I'm not going to be able to get on this ship. Okay. But the, you do know that. A travel agent's job is to make sure that you have a good trip. So if something yeah. is at risk of making that trip really bad and she didn't worry for you, then you would be like, wow, that's a really bad travel agent. My travel agent should have told me that. <laughs> so I yeah. feel like I feel like you're unfairly, uh, uh, you know, putting her into a situation. She is being she's watching out for her customer. Yeah. So anyway, I've been going back and forth with her. Throughout the course of the week and talking about, well, I wanted to change my name. And so I was going to mail it in and blah, 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 because I need to get a new passport. And I'm also going to Europe in the, you know, in the summer and I want to get it done before then, you know, all this kind of stuff. And she says, oh, my son wasn't able to go. Like my son wasn't able to go on this cruise with us in December because his passport didn't come back in time. Okay. 
and she and and she said, uh, and I'm going to need your and and if you're using the, your old name, I'm going to need to change your booking. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't sure how long she had before the booking before the ship sales that she could change my name. Okay. Now I was thinking, oh, this will be simple because I literally can log on online and change my name. You know, it's, it's there's a first, a middle, and a last. You know, it seems really simple to me. So anyway, we had this discussion back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Mm -hmm. And uh, I called Royal Caribbean. You called Royal Caribbean? Yeah, I called him. Is there like a guy? Is he like a prince? Like what level of royalty is Mr. Caribbean? Is he? Well, there there was a guy. I I didn't ask him if he was. I didn't didn't ask him. It could have been been a princess or a queen or a duchess or, you know. I'm just curious. It's like, you know, is he a duke? I didn't ask. So, so I don't know. But anyway, I called. Yes. Got a very nice person on the phone really quickly, actually. Mm-hmm. And I explained my situation and it, I said, you know, I changed my name and I have a court document and I gave them my whole life story. And I'm like, I really don't like going. I don't like Joseph and I'm trying to get rid of this and mm-hmm. I, all this bullshit. Now I may not be able to get a new passport and you guys are going to call me Joseph the whole cruise and I'm going to hate it. <laughs> You know, everything, my, my, my cruise card is going to have Joseph on it and my bill, you know, at the bar. Should you not be able to change your name? I was just going to buy you like 10 t-shirts that just said, my name is Adam. And then you would have and, enough for every day. On, on this and you know, they're going to, they're going to put Joseph on my cabin door, mm-hmm. everything. And I've gone through all this trouble well, to get my name well, changed, well, right? They, I'm trying to get rid of it. They won't, but now you've given me that idea. So... <laughs> So uh, I called them and I said, hey, mm-hmm. here's the deal. Mm-hmm. I would really like to get a new passport. Yes. My travel agent is concerned that it may not come back in time. Yes. So what are your other options? Are there other options? I'm going on an Alaska cruise. Mm-hmm. We are stopping in Canada. Yep. Yep. Yada, yada. Got it. And he says, oh, he said, well, uh, first of all, we need the passport book, not the passport card, which was my first question because I have both. Right. And uh, and so I'm like, OK, well, that idea is not because I thought, what if I what if I mail my passport book and get that changed, but don't get a new passport card? Got it. I understand. And so and then, you know, we can change my name if that happens. And so he said, no, nope, it has to be the book. I'm like, OK, great. Yes. He said, but there is another option. You we, because it's Canada and you're a U.S. citizen, we can take a driver's license mm-hmm. and a birth certificate. Yeah, and I happen to have both of those things a a certified copy of my birth certificate. Yes. And now this would be a problem because I've already gotten my new driver's license. Oh, look at that! Wait, I do. I was so close by. I, like no, I literally this evening I was like I was rearranging stuff on the 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 shelf back behind me and my birth certificate was on it and I set it aside because I needed to take it downstairs and put it in the filing cabinet. But yes, see, I even have my certified birth certificate right here. Yeah. So, and then I thought, oh, but my birth certificate has my original name on it. You know, I was wondering when you change your name, can you get your birth certificate changed? But anyway, mm-hmm. so, uh, cause everything has to match, you know, when you're trying to prove your identity. Um, I feel so, like, I feel like you're, you know, you're not the only person that changed their name. A lot of, uh, of our trans, uh, friends in the community have changed their names. And so you're not the only person to go through this. So, no, right. Yeah. And people who get married, mm-hmm. well, women who get married a lot of times will take the last name of the, I know that's getting more antiquated, but it is. You know, it and most ple- most people won't even check those IDs. Like they're just like, Oh, that's your maiden name. Okay. 
So, yes. just so happens, Daniel, Yes. even though I already got a new driver's license. I know you my, have your old driver's Adam, license. I kept my old driver's license. Right. So I'm like, okay, great. I can. Now, Ricky is still concerned. She said, well, I got to call them and see how long I have to change your name and all this kind of stuff. So she did that. She emailed me back. She was great. I said, you know what? I'm going to risk it. You're going to roll the dice. You know, uh, I'm noting I will not hold it against you if if I'm unable to get on the ship. It's my fault. You're just going to you're going to reach out there and you're just going to roll those dice. Yeah. Or in this case, spin the wheel. Dan in the chat room has been advising me. I just have to call him out. He has been advising me. He did email me. Mm-hmm. And he is also in the chat room tonight because he's very concerned. Yeah, I was and thinking we, about this too. We yeah, love if, having you in the chat room, by the way. If there's a QR code on the back of your old driver's license, that does get scanned. They don't read the driver's license. They scan the QR code. Uh so if the you back know, I don't of, know what what name that'll give them then it'll give them your most current driver's license, or huh. worse, well, it's that gonna, may be or a worse, it's going to say this is an expired license confiscate. Oh, great, Daniel! You just <laughs> giving me a now. You know what? I'm risking it. I don't care. I can drive down to Hot Springs. Right, Adam, hold on, hold on, and get a get a new <clears throat> hold license on. in like hold 24 on. hours. I so, feel or a new passport. I feel like you just had a bad agent. You just had a bad airline agent or something or TSA member or something like that. You just had a bad experience with somebody who was too dumb to realize that your name is still Adam and it matches, uh, your picture matches and your name matches. And it's, it's one of those. So I feel like most people when given an ID that says Adam Burns and a, uh, you know, a passport that says uh, Joseph Adam Burns or, or a birth certificate that says Joseph Adam Burns are going to be like, oh, yeah, Adam Burns. Well, the laws changed in the past. That was the case because I always used to have my ticket in Adam and it was never a problem mm-hmm. until the laws changed and they introduced this real ID system in the U.S. And now it has to exactly match. So uh, anyway, I don't know about cruises, but but flying. You're going to risk it. it You're going to risk it. I'm going to risk it. I'm going to do it. The the other thing I want to say, and then I'll I'll be off this topic. Mm -hmm. You know, the other option is you can join one of those pre pre off like the the TSA pre or whatever like that, because they basically will issue you a a a in in essence an ID that says yes, this person we've we've background checked this person and he is who he says he is. Well, I'm also not worried about the flight because my ticket is in Adam. Oh, no, and my no, driver's I'm, saying, I'm just saying Adam, he's so like, they'll give I'm you I'm not going to use my passport. Anyway. Okay. So For you're that. rolling but the anyways, dice. You're going to expedite yeah, gonna, it. Go ahead. I'm going to do it. Uh, the other thing I want to say, I just want to confirm with everyone. Yes. That Ricky, uh, our travel, our lovely travel agent, Ricky, uh-huh. is only interested in people who are doing luxury cruises. Oh. Because... I attempted to transfer my Europe cruise to her and she asked me who the cruise line was. And she said, oh, I have a friend who is a great travel agent. And I talked to him this morning and I gave him all your information and he would love to help you out. Oh, and um, I asked her, you know, and uh, in so many words, I asked why. And she said, well, I only deal with luxury cruises Mm -hmm. and people who are going on luxury cruises but Chris is wonderful and you, you'll get along with him great. I just talked to him this morning. So, Daniel, we are not good enough for Ricky is what I'm saying. 
Uh, <laughs> but somehow, uh, Scott, Auntie Scott was able to sweet talk Ricky to do the Alaska trip for us. But uh, but I'm I'm not so lucky to get the Europe trip. So uh, I just wanted to you know let everyone know in the future if you want to use Ricky, only luxury, only luxury cruises. <laughs> Maybe I mean, she thinks I'm too much of a pain in the ass, and she's like, that's, "You know, you've, I'm just going to tell him I only really do have. luxury cruises." Yeah, you have been harassing her a lot. Uh, this guy won't. This guy won't just keep his passport. And <laughs> I mean, that's fine. She's uh, she has a a specific knowledge set that she shares with people. That and it would be like me uh, being a computer uh, person, right? If someone hired me to be their technical advisor on their computer or something like that. And they had a Macintosh. I'm not going to be as helpful as someone who uses a Macintosh every day. Like say like John Ong, I would be say, Oh, you know what? I've got a friend, John Ong, who would happen because I just don't know Mac that well. Yes. It's a computer. Yes. I can figure it out. Yes. I can move around on it. Right. It's like I, if the hardware broke, I could do something there. But the, the point is, is that it's not my thing. It's not, it's not the thing that I spend all my time doing. And I'm not a, an, a SME, Adam, you know, a SME, a subject matter yeah. expert. Yes, I do. Yes. I do. Um, but I imagined last thing she says. No, okay, go ahead. She says this. She says, I don't do mass market cruises. Yeah. <laughs> and I imagined a tone of voice. Oh. And Auntie Scott yeah. saying, I don't do <laughs> mass market cruises, Adam. <laughs> You know, honey, yeah. honey, this look is at me. This is one of those. I don't do mass market cruises. This is one of those things where I, I feel like uh, our friend Auntie Scott is just in a different social circle than us. Yeah, and we're you know we're the we're the we're the plebes. You know what? I just muted myself and tried to talk, but I'm gonna be one of those southern redneck people mm -hmm. that no matter how rich I get, I'm gonna walk into the fanciest restaurant you know that there is, and I'm gonna ask them for ice cubes in my wine just to just to show them, you know, mm -hmm. that I can do whatever the hell I want. I was, I, was, I can be uh, mass market and be rich. Thank you. I was we on our stupid refrigerator. I've hated this refrigerator since the day we bought the house, but um, it has an ice shooter. You know what I'm saying? Those ice dispenser things. Yes. Those were never good. Those are, they're always crappy. They're always horrible. They're always shoot ice across the floor at some point or they, it's, I, I hate those damn things. Anyway, this refrigerator has a filter, a water filter that goes into it. You have to, you know, replace when it's no longer working. Yeah, our um, filter has been out for like a year right. and a half. And so two on years. the little panel on the freezer, there's like a little thing that lights up that goes, you know, order filter. And eventually it turns red and it goes replace filter. And then eventually after that, it'll start making noise every time you open the door to the refrigerator to draw your attention to the fact that you need to replace the filter. So um, it was yellow a couple of weeks ago and Zach was just like, oh, we need to put in another filter. I have, by the way, like extra filters. I bought them, you know, in five packs. Uh, so it's like, I have new filters that I could replace it with. But I'm like, no, no, I'm not going to replace it till it makes noise because that's, I'm, it, there's probably like a, a three week period that I can stretch out using this water filter. <laughs> that's how cheap I am, Adam. I refuse to replace the water filter in my refrigerator until it actually physically starts making some noise. 
uh, to it. Now, I, I, I mean, as we know, you, you, when you need new patter, patio furniture, you go to Habitat. You, you look at the the corners, you know, the corners of the roads in your neighborhood, and see if anyone has put out stuff. That is perfectly good and you can just reuse. <laughs> That's not true. The The perfectly good stuff gets taken to Habitat for Humanity, donated there. And then I go in there and, you know, with the small markup, I, I buy it that way. Um, which, by the way, I don't know what your problem is with Habitat for Humanity. We've gotten some amazing things from there. I got a cool chandelier that like meets in with our Jungle Cruise theme yeah. uh, for, I, I want to say it was 30 bucks. It's like easily uh, several, you know, hundred dollar, if not more, because it's like wicker and stuff, uh, chandelier. Uh, anyway, none of that is important, Adam. What is important is that you bought an 85-inch TV for your room back behind you. The, the movie room, or whatever you want to call it. Yes. Yeah, I did. And of course, I wanted to keep up with the Burnses. And so I with the Kardashians, I wanted to keep up with the Burnses. And so I was looking at 85 inch TVs like last Christmas. And I was like, you know, I mean, we yeah, we could afford it. But do we want to afford it? Like is is a 75 going to be just as good? And so I ended up going with a cheaper 75 inch TV. And it had you know, that stupid thing that pops up is like, Hey, do you want a three year extended warranty where, you know, no questions asked, we'll replace your TV if it explodes. And, and you always just say, no, um, we got home yesterday and I'm watching TV on the couch and there's a stuck pixel in the bottom section of the screen, like a red, a bright red stuck (laughs) pixel in the middle of the bottom of the screen. And I'm like, Oh shit. Got to say. And then as the scenes changed or whatever, I realized there's actually a black horizontal line that goes all the way across the TV. Uh, and it's so small, it's hard to see, but once you know, it's, once you know, it's there, you can't not look at it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a, black, yes. it's, it's a missing row of pixels near I the, bought a monitor one time that had one dead pixel. It drove me crazy because when I called them, they said, well, that's within spec. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, what do you mean that's in with, within spec? I can see this neon green pixel out of the corner mm-hmm. of my eye, no matter what I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I go up to the TV and, you know, I paused it on like a black screen. I went up to the TV and there's also a vertical red line from that stuck red pixel that goes all the <laughs> way up the screen. So it's basically. You were really. Basically, I'm like, all right, well, fuck it. Because it, it's never worth it. If it's the LCD panel, is it that cost as much as a new TV? And seventy-five inch TVs have come down. In and you price. just bought that TV, and it had a one-year warranty, and I took delivery of it one month and two days ago. I mean, excuse me, one year, one month, and two days ago. Oh, it's like I was thirty-two days out of warranty. Uh, when, when, and we never moved this TV. We'd not touched it. It's like, it's, it just sits on the, on the couch. We watch it, but it's like, we've never touched it. So I don't know how, I mean, there was no physical thing. So basically now I think we're going to be buying a new 75 inch TV. So. Well, maybe now's the time to get an 85 inch. I mean, probably by now, 85 inches are the same as you paid for a 75 inch a year and a month ago. But the problem is, is that the two windows that, look out onto the backyard and then have two additional windows above them, you know, so it's kind of like the wall of windows and that's the way you face in that room. 
the distance between the inner edges of both of those windows is 84 inches. So if we got an 85 inch TV diagonal, then we would actually like, it wouldn't be able to fit between the two things anyway. When we got the 75 inch, when we got 75 inch and there was only like an inch of clearance on either side of the window, we're just like, Oh, well, I guess it's good that we didn't go with the 85 inch. So, well, they may, they may make an 80. I don't know. I'm perfectly fine with the 75 inch TV. Yeah, 75 is 75 for you. You know, yeah. 75 is perfectly acceptable. Right, Gosser is pointing out in the chat room, my bad math. No, it's not 84 inches. It's, it's two inches wider than our 75 inches diagonally. And I, I ran those numbers a long time ago, but I don't remember what they were, but yes, I, I was, it was, it was called uh, artistic license. Um, and speaking, you know, that's, uh, we've never had a TV, uh, have something like that go wrong. Now I will say the 85 inch TV, yeah, the remote has started. I don't think it's the remote, but when I cast from YouTube, yeah, it will now get stuck on YouTube and the remote will no longer work. Oh. And nothing I do, I have to unplug the television and Ooh, plug it back in. It's happened twice over bad. the past two weeks. And uh, the one downstairs. This is why I never, I, really, I never use the built-in apps. I always like uh, use next turn. Are you using a, a, a stick or a. No, that's the built-in right, that's what casting I'm saying. Yeah. functionality in the yeah, in the television. And the one downstairs, we also use the apps on that one, and it has gotten so slow over the four years that we've owned it. Then get a little Roku. Well, because we cast you can, to it, yeah. I know, but you can cast to the Roku as well. Yeah, I mean, we can do that. And it started doing this weird thing the other day where it'll switch inputs on its own. It's like it's possessed. Mm-hmm. So we don't have pixels going out, but we have, you have a ghost. remote stopping yeah. to work, well, you know, yeah, input I guess what switching. we're saying is anybody needs a couple of TVs, let us know, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, pretty much free. You just have to come get them as like, uh, cause I don't want to like have to carry the thing around. Uh, I was listening to your award winning other podcast, uh, the other day, the, the one that you do with, uh, Joe Batance, the, the throwing down podcast. Are you, are you, do you have a comment about that? No. Okay. You, what, you're what just being really quiet. I, no, I know you listen you're supposed to, to You're supposed to go like, okay. And see, okay, I was, just, I, was just, I was trying to have a conversation with you, Adam. I'm sorry. What did I say? What did I say bad about? Well, I muted myself, Daniel. Did you, I'm say, not you know to what? You guys even noise. made that joke of like, what did, uh, what did, uh, whatever. What did I say bad about you, Daniel? You didn't, what, what? you didn't say anything <laughs> bad about me. You said at one point in time, uh, well, I don't know if Daniel considers me his best friend. And I wanted to, oh, to yeah. make this announcement. To the entire universe, Adam. It's like you—you uh, you are my best friend. I have no other friends uh, that I know as well or as long as you. You are my best friend, so you don't have to worry. Well, thank you. You don't have to. You don't have to say it back, Adam. But I want you to know, after <laughs> you're my best friend after, too. After two re- joint vacations together yeah. and uh, having set up a, a, a gay and lesbian podcasting network and holding seven different live events, uh, as well as what thirteen from home events and like working together on all of these things for all of these years. You met my mom, Adam. Remember when we took the tour of the southeast and we drove? She down was lovely, and uh, she wouldn't remember because she had Alzheimer's, but it was lovely. And you met her and you met my sister. We, we over at universal, we had dinner with my sister and my nephews and, right. uh, I drove you Your all the way over. Your mom did offer me a drink about five times <laughs> in a row. Uh, but yeah, we met. 
Yeah. After and, all uh, that, and then we drove nice. up and we saw Big Fatty and we spent time with Big and Fatty. And apparently he lied to us the whole time. I didn't, I, I was listening back to a, mm-hmm. by the way, Daniel, I've been listening to all of our pre-shows oh. and post-shows. Oh. And, uh, well, then you'll be glad to know that we don't do a pre-show anymore. <laughs> a post-show, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. You know what I want to say about calling each other best friends though? What? When you get to a certain age, don't you feel like there are certain conventions, like even the word boyfriend, that feel like Mm -hmm. there should be something else because it feels like a high school term, you know, or a junior high term. And then you think, should I, is that a term I should even be using in my 40s? Like a a 70-year-old woman going, well, my boyfriend took me to dinner the other night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And no, I get (laughs) what you're saying, but I feel like, no, best friends is is ageless. Best friends, there's like... And is that like when you say I love you to your boyfriend the first time and they don't say it back or something? It's like, do you feel that? Gary, you don't want to say someone's your best friend and not know what they think. Right. Well, Gary in the chat room asked if I've met your mother. No, I haven't met Adam's mother. No, he hasn't. He hasn't. I offered. No, he didn't. But, uh, you know, they, they didn't want to. Oh, you asked them. <laughs> okay, okay. No, you. <laughs> Not them. I did. I want, actually, I wanted, to meet, I wanted to meet Shane. I didn't want to meet uh, your mom. But uh, I did ask about Shane. So Shane is their dog. I have to say, I think I'm contractually obligated to say that. You are. Okay. Uh, speaking of contracts, let's do this. Excellent. It is the contact segment of the show. This is where we read your emails, play your voicemails. Adam, do we have any email this week? No, we do not. No, we do not. But we do have some voicemails and let's just jump right into them, shall we? Uh, here's our very first one. Daniel and Adam, good evening. It's oh, Chris oh, and Dennis. It's Chris and Dennis. First, the name of the deceased is Tim Considine. Huh? He was 81 years old. He was the oldest son on... Uh, my three sons were Fred McMurray. Do, 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 uh, Daniel, do, don't do, pretend do, you don't know who he was because you're supposed to be the Disney do, king. Do, do, do. Was he Ernie? I guess he was a Disney legend. He was in the uh, the uh, oh, he was Wally, the Shaggy Dog, and he was in a bunch of the yeah, TV yeah, shows yeah. of Disney. He was Wally. But I know Wally. from my three yes. sons with do, Uncle do, Charles. Do, of course, do, we're about the same age. Do, 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 Second of all, I want to say, do, do, Adam, you should have been a comedian. You were so fucking funny. You make Dennis and I howl. Mm-hmm. With your show with Joe, you were, you oh. went from talking about your Nordic track yeah. to manifestations <laughs> to uh, that Mary Anderson or Mary Lou Anderson or Marianne, uh-huh. uh, whatever her name is, a former presidential yeah. uh, candidate, Williamson, with her yeah, Mary Lou stuff Retton. about manifestations. You and Joe were so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. And Adam, you need to call up your mother. <laughs> And tell her that Dennis and I are coming over her house to visit her and watch Fox together. Oh, oh God! Finally, I want to say to uh, Daniel, yes, that's me. What's going on? Hi, Uh, Uh, a a, a lot of things. Vader and uh, Big Fatty. Yeah, they're outraged that you and Adam Uh 
uh, doing uh, Alive Again that you stole Alive Again? this segment. I have no idea what that. Alive and or Dead. That yeah. You and Big Fatty Daniel had some uh-huh. kind of fallout. Uh-huh. I got, we were trying to read between the lines, but yeah. they definitely called you guys out for stealing this right. segment. So yeah. that was a lot in one phone call, <laughs> but I wanted all addressed. <laughs> okay? Okay. Lord, thank you for the Ukraine people. Oh, oh. Okay. Yes, what, Adam? I was just saying thanks for the call, but oh. apparently he wasn't finished. Oh, Chris and Dennis. Uh, what was the question? I don't even remember the question. We have never stolen anything ever. In our life. This show, Adam, have we ever done anything other than an original seg- segment? I don't think so. No, I mean, maybe other people, I'm not going to say who, some unscrupulous podcasters may steal, oh, I don't know, things like the technology segment or the uh, the, the the death phone ringing or, uh, yeah. I, 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 yeah. Didn't, uh, didn't Auntie Scott used to have some copyright on his segments? Yes. Copyright Vera Charles yeah, and then or something the stole on that. his. Uh, then, then he started playing that clip. So uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, thanks for the call. I I appreciate. I'll tell my parents you're on your way. Um, I'm sure they've got Fox News on. Oh, and I was told maybe by Joe that apparently Fox News was uh, pro Putin for a couple of weeks and then, or for a few days and then what? switched. Who? Uh, Fox News, oh. Putin, and then switched, and now they're anti-Putin and anti-war and all of this I, stuff. I think because... anybody that's been in a confined space is anti-Putin. All right, let's move on to our next <laughs> phone call then, shall we? Yeah, hi guys, RT Cruiser here for the Celebrity Death Phone. Yes. Now, you probably won't care about these because you do hate Australians and think we don't yeah, exist. Yeah, I do. Hold on, but... hold on. i got to put the Australian on hold for a second, Adam, and ask. Chris and Dennis said someone died. Oh, it was uh, the guy from My Three Sons. So, uh, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. I used to watch My Three Sons, do, so it do, definitely do, counts. Which one did you... I used to really like Ernie. Who was, who was I don't your... remember what they look like at all, uh, so I couldn't tell you. Wasn't it was like wasn't one of them Wally? There's Ernie. No, that was on that was on uh, Leave It to Beaver. Wally was the uh, there's brother. There's shows on Leave it to that Beaver. had different. <laughs> they had the same name, so sons in some of the uh, shows. Uh, let's see, what were the Chip? Oh, that's right, Chip, Ernie, and Rob. Was it Rob? I don't know. W- wasn't it Uncle Bub or Uncle Bud? Robbie. Or yeah, something? it was Robbie. The I guy. was right. I was right. It was Robbie. I remember I remember there were two uncles because I guess the actor died or something. And so they replaced him. I, I don't remember if it was the same uncle and they just replaced the actor or if it was a but Fred. Yeah. Fred Mertz. Yeah. And uh, he and I knew him from I Love Lucy, I believe. And then he was on My Three Sons. I, I don't remember which came first. I, I wasn't around when either one of these things were produced. But I watched them on Nick at Night. Wow. So uh, there you go. All right. Let's get back to the Australian then. Uh, by the way, did you did you add uh, Chris, I did. Chris and Dennis? I and added we, a dollar. And now we're up yes. to a dollar more. Yeah, let's go Two on. Two cricket legends have uh-huh. died. Rod Marsh at 72. And just today, Shane Warne, aged 52, died of a suspected Who? heart attack. Yeah. Which suspected? probably isn't surprising because he did like his chips. His, okay. His Bye. Chicks? He liked his who? What? Chicks? Two cricket players, Adam. Uh, is like uh I don't I know nothing about cricket. I, know... I feel like I need to give RT Cruiser one of those. <laughs> 
because I don't want him to think that I don't like Australians. And let's spin the big wheel. <laughs> All right, Adam, you've got a choice of one of the two. Uh, I think their names were Bruce and Sheila. I don't even. I Hold couldn't on. even understand the name. It has landed on Sheila. Adam, is it Bruce or Sheila that you're going to give RT Cruiser? Uh, 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 RT for? Cruiser is in the chat room. Mm-hmm. Could you type the name of oh, one of them? Was, I didn't. Yeah. I don't understand. This that is accent. a transatlantic type, Adam. That'll take forever. I mean, uh, just uh, who who want who you want to go I'll, with? Sheila I'll give or you Bruce? A dollar for one of them. Well, then say it. Sheila or Bruce? Pick one. Uh, Sheila is what you said. There you go, Sheila. Uh, congratulations, RT Cruiser. Uh, we've upped the pot by a dollar. We've added you in to the thing. Seriously, though, you can't just come at us with uh, random, like, I like curling, and I have no idea whose any of their names are. I'm just saying. Wait, Phelps? No, that was swimming. Okay. I mean, there are there are Australians who are famous. Kylie Minogue. No, I no, I'm talking about sports. I'm just talking about, you, you just can't throw obscure, if, you know, the pinochle champion. Uh, the lady on Australian Bake Off, the lady, the the judges on Australian MasterChef. I know who they are. Okay, all right. Yeah, let's go to our next uh, voicemail here, shall we? Adam, Scotty, oh. listen, I'm calling. I know this is a bit old now, probably from a few weeks ago. Could be months ago. Could be years ago. Oh, by the way, just channel Kathy Bacon for a second and change topics. I'm standing next to the Sydney Opera House right now. Yes, it's very windy. Walking around with the harbour next to me and uh, the rain blowing onto me. Kind of annoying. But anyway, listen. Um, why are you bothering to change your name? I know that Adam's your middle name and your first name is Hubertus or something weird. Um... Would it not be easier for you to simply remember to book your flights in your real name? Like this whole process seems to be because you like five times in a row forgot that your real first name wasn't Adam and then you had trouble at the airport. Um, I don't know, just it's like the seems worst easier to me. Just remember when you book a flight. It's like worst summary ever. your birth name, uh-huh. Hubertus. Adam Geeky Gay, uh-huh. uh, and in real life everyone still calls you Adam. Okay, well that helpful tip should save you a lot of time and hassle in changing your name uh-huh. just for the odd times you actually book a flight. Uh-huh. Okay, also, Scott the Seder, um, Auntie Scott is never ever going to call this show. Wow. So your wish will never come true. Yeah. Okay, bye-bye. Happy Mardi Gras. I don't know. I, I feel uh, like I feel like when he books flights, does he just book them under bitch? <laughs> Scotty? Yeah. So he uses Maybe. his real name. Well, you know, that's a... his real first name. Yeah. Uh, you know, Scotty is not his real first name. Uh, well, I, I just want to answer that. Um, I've already changed my name. Mm-hmm. So too late. I just have to notify everyone that it's changed. But it is legally changed. I have a, a, a document signed by a judge. Yep. My, also, my mother, um, my mother, by the way, was in the same boat as you. Her name was Alice Lynn Brewer. She hated, she, everyone called her Lynn her entire life. She didn't like being called Alice. She didn't want to be called Alice. And so, yeah, she like changed her name to Lynn Brewer. And it may seem like a silly thing, but I, but people who are not in this boat do not understand. Mm-hmm. Anytime you do anything where they require your first name, mm-hmm. 
people are calling you that name and then you have to explain to them, no, I go by my middle name, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. And then you end up doing things like I do where everything is in my middle name or well, Adam, my credit cards are in Adam at work. Even my W-2 is Adam. I don't know how Hmm. that even works, but the social security department, they don't care, I guess. Everything is Adam. But then all of a sudden these airports won't let me fly anymore. And I'm just like, you know what? Screw it. I don't want, I don't want to go through that anymore. I don't want anybody calling me yeah. Joseph. I feel like we went, I, yeah. I think there so was a whole, listen to some old episodes of Dubious Intent where you were, yeah. you were uh, lamenting about doing this. You actually, we've, we have the beauty of having done a podcast for the last 14 years, Adam, is that moment in time that you changed your name exists in podcast form at the time that you actually decided to do it. Well, I changed so. my name just last year. I know. But, and yeah. we had podcast from last year yeah. where you were talking about in detail about why you wanted to change your, uh, so there you go. We just need an indexing system, Adam. We need some kind of, someone needs to go through the 6,000 hours <laughs> of audio. Of First you. transcribe it, put uh, it in yeah. some sort of, uh, and then, you know, start attaching keywords to segments. So that if people want to look for, you know, Things like uh, I don't know the air the plane crash yeah story. plane crash story or things like that. We need a we need a historian, Adam. We need a does it, I don't think any other podcast has ever had a historian. Uh, I feel like that's a totally unique thing that we could uh, you know maybe do. Where do you find a podcast historian? Monster dot com is that still a thing? I feel like I feel like we should uh, you know just like. Uh, what, what am I trying to say? Advertise for it. We should just say, Hey, we have a position open. We have the, the podcast historian position is open. I feel like Joe Batanz and Mike Lawson paid somebody to go back and listen to old episodes of catching up. Yeah. Yeah. To, I could probably, I should go on them. Fiverr. I, I should go on Fiverr or something. Yeah. Gary in, in, uh, uh, Oakland. Where is he at? He's in Portland. Oh, yeah, Port- Rainbow, Rainbow Vista. Uh, so Gary in Portland uh, says, what's the pay? We could pay Gary. And his social security number is. <laughs> we could pay Gary to go listen through all of our old shows. Yeah, but what are the requirements here? What are we What are we getting out of this? What's the deliverable, Daniel? What I mean, what do we want really? We, what we want is we want so that when people ask about these, these critical moments in our lives, that we can go, oh, yeah, there's a show about that. There's uh you can go With back Geeky and gay. If you said, Oh, I want to know when Adam talked about this thing in his life, it would be every day. Um, episode 648, uh, 650, 654, uh-huh. 655, 702. Yep, see, that's what I'm saying. That's why we need <laughs> that's what it would be. That's why we need all right. Let's get to our last voicemail here, Adam, and uh see who it is. Guys, someone died. I did not write down the person's name. I don't honestly remember if it was a man or a woman. I'm thinking it was a woman. They died after the Friday show, but I'm pretty sure it was like, I think I saw it Monday morning. Uh-huh. Um, it was probably a low-budget actress, so you probably wouldn't have given me credit for it anyway, so the pop <laughs> wouldn't jump a buck. I totally misunderstood the Pride 48 uh, date to be an in-person event or whatever. So I spread it. I spread the rumors. So Scott um, Saber, your, well, I wouldn't say alone because I don't think he was spreading his rumors. I think he was just asking if he should book. Yeah, he was asking. And I guess I don't think this will count as a death um, call for you guys. Yeah. I can tell you, I can predict the death. Yeah. Who? Tomorrow. Yes. 
my cake corners are going to die because I'm going to eat them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is it? That, the, her cake corners are going to be gone, Adam. It was, I believe. Wait, is it her birthday? I think so. I think uh, oh, it was. was, it, it, was her birthday? It, it must have been Kathy uh, Bacon's birthday. Maybe she's in the the that segment where we go over birthdays. That came in two days ago. It came in uh, March second. So happy birthday, Kathy Bacon! If it yeah. was indeed your birthday, um, um, yeah. I was going to say something, no, go and ahead. then I just she, it she left covered, my head. She covered many things. <laughs> oh. Well, the Pride 48 event, yeah, just to talk about that. I was going to talk about Scott, but let me talk about the Pride 48 event. Okay. July 29th through the, through 31st. the 31st. Yes. There will be a blog post forthcoming, uh-huh. and I believe we will start State of the Stations in April. In, uh, April. Okay. Uh, I haven't talked to you about it. No, but that's fine. I think we'll start in April, and it is just a normal from-home fun event. Yeah. We've done this. We'll this will be, this will be to I make think, it more fun. I think this will be the fifteenth time. <sighs> Who knows? I, I I I have no idea. I could go back to my shadow boxes back there on the wall. I mean, I've got the, all the recordings. From, hold on, I just jump over to my archive drive here and just find the year. So go ahead, keep talking. Well, while you're looking, uh, so uh, so then to talk about Scott, you know, he's like, oh, I was so excited, I was going to book my flights and all that stuff. That's some bullshit. Every time we announce mm-hmm. a live in-person Pride 48 event, Scott goes to the local theaters in town and looks for a show yeah. that's at the same no, I time. I can't do it at the same time. 2009. And then auditions for that show just so he'll have an excuse. We've been doing live streaming events since 2009, Adam. So that is uh, 2019 was 10 years. So like, what are we, 12 or we at 12? Will this be our twelfth? Uh, I no, because it's inclusive of twenty nine of two thousand nine. So, so this will be our thirteenth. Nineteen will be the eleventh, and then the 12th, uh, twenty will be oh, the twelfth. This 12th. is the fourteenth. Twenty one will be the was the thirteenth. Was the thirteenth. This is twenty two. And twenty two will be the, yeah the fourteenth. So this will be the fourteenth annual Pride forty eight live streaming weekend. We weep yeah. in. Weep in. It's a weep in. We just sit around all weekend long and we weep. <laughs> Uh, let's get out of this segment though. Hey, by the way, if you want to call in, it doesn't have to be the death phone. You can just call in to say hi. Uh, you can do so by calling 707-61-DEATH or, uh, if you prefer, go on the web to voicemail.mix-podcast.com. What's that noise, Adam? Could that be the long-forgotten theme song to the Mix Minus technology segment? We're slowly just bringing them all back. We are. We're bringing them back because they're they're great demand. This is, of course, the segment of the show where we talk about new technology. We talk about uh, questions that you might have about technology. I don't know if you know it or not, but between Adam and I, we know everything there is to know about technology. A little bit. Um, But... You know, one of the things we both work in the industry, we will, we both gadget freaks. We both keep track of all this uh, new hip things that are happening out there. Adam, I want to talk to you about this stupid product, though. I brought up in the post show last week. And for those of you who don't know what the post show is, Adam and I have a little behind the scenes club. It's called Level 13. And every week we post uh, the things that happen after this show ends. We just, we stay on the stream sometimes for a long time and talk about all kinds. You get a whole new show. If you're a member of level 13, cause you get your own private RSS feed and, uh, you get it all delivered 
you know, to you, to your podcatcher as it were. And I know you're thinking that's got to cost, you know, five, 10 bucks a month or something like that. No, it's absolutely free. All you have to do is send us an email contact at mixminuspodcast.com and say, Hey, I want to join level 13. Anyway, Adam, on the post show last week, I gave you some homework. I said, I want you to go and read about this car thing. Oh shit. (laughs) Um, yeah, I did it. Sounded fantastic, Daniel. Uh, why don't you tell me about it though, in case no one else has heard anything? This is this is this this is one of those things where you think to yourself, either I'm really really old and out of touch, or this is the stupidest fucking idea I've ever heard of in my life. And uh, I can tell you other occasions where this happened. Spot um uh what was it Snapchat glasses remember when Snapchat put out glasses that like took video and that was all they did they just they took video and pictures yeah but I feel like those actually proved themselves to be worthless but that's what I'm saying all of us thought what was there was such a big thing and people were talking about it on tech shows about oh that's gonna be great and yeah I would want that and blah blah and I'm like going that's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard this is not gonna last and uh so this Spotify car thing. And that's, that's his name. I'm not like being derisive and saying, you know, like a car thing. The name of the product is Car Thing. That is the name of the product. It went on sale uh, this past week. It's uh, 90 bucks, I want to say. But it, it, I don't know who this product is for. It. You're going to have to tell me a little bit more detail because I, I forgot right. this that you asked thing me to read is, that. So what, what right, is it? Right. What does it do? All right. all right. Here, I'll read from this article from CNET. Right. The Spotify car thing is like, uh, its vague name teases uh, you with the question, what is the spot? Wait, I want to see what it looks like. Uh, they don't- because I, look, one would think that a device by right, here Spotify. We here, we here we go. What is the Spotify car thing? Simply put, the Spotify car thing is a Bluetooth remote control for the Spotify app running on your phone. So it's an interface between the Bluetooth connection to your car radio and your phone. And I'm like, but I have the Spotify app on my phone already and it already connects to my audio system via bluetooth why do i need what this is is it a is it a touch screen or something or it has is it control no it has or? controls on it uh that you can turn like it has a big colorful dashboard like thing it's just showing you what's playing on spotify and you can spin through it and do some other uh, other things let me let me go on it's designed for in-car use and mounts on a magnetic puck that's installed with adhesive on your vehicle's dashboard uh let's see um, the puck has a slight angle to it, blah, blah, blah. The car thing is powered by USB. Ah, this is all so boring. Um, all right. It connects to your phone via Bluetooth and communicates with the Spotify app wirelessly, displaying albums, artists, and playlist information. Uh, it has a four-inch color you hit touch. forward, backwards, and pause. It has a, and... a touch screen. It has a four-inch touch screen. Yeah. Um, it also has like these jog wheel kind of things on it. But I'm just like... Who is this product well, for? Who I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you because okay, here I, I get what it does now. It's basically an interface for Spotify that you know, a larger interface that has a little scroll wheel that you can use and it but it, it also has a touch screen. But the thing is, so you might say, and I need to sneeze and I'm it's not gonna happen though. 
Um, so you might say it's going to happen, but I, anyway, it went away. It went away. Oh, good. So you might say those (laughs) people who don't have, who don't have, uh, any kind of smart, I don't know what you refer to them as, but like smart car stereos, they have older cars that don't have car play, don't have apps built in, don't have Bluetooth, don't have anything like that. Then it's a way for you to control the Spotify on your phone. You know, in a way that that kind of mimics what the newer dashboard interfaces have. However, yes, couldn't you just mount your phone? Yes, you could. <laughs> That's my where, point. Where where you're mounting, and you would get the same interface yes. or a very similar interface, right? So if you yeah. did your, so there's with, that with so way better with way better touchscreen also because the the touchscreen on this little puck thing is not that great. It's like your phone has great touchscreen. So yeah, yeah, and then the newer vehicles that do have those fancy dash in dash things mm-hmm. will either already have a Spotify app built in true, or they connect. It's like CarPlay yeah. where the app from your phone, yeah. like Android auto, where it oh. shows up there. That's what I'm saying I'm just so, looking. No, I don't. There, there's been reviews on this thing. There's been people that talked about how easy it was to use and how nice it was to, to flip through it, but not a single one of these damn article uh, articles. I can't talk articles that I've read have, said anything like who is this for like who i'm i just keep waiting for someone to give me the revelation as to why a multi-million dollar company sits down looks at this turd of a product and goes you know what yeah i think there's a huge market for this i think there's a huge market for paying 90 dollars on top of the your thousand dollar cell phone and your you know seventy five thousand dollar car i think there's a huge market for this adam uh, all on top of paying Spotify $10 a month to have a premium account because it only works for premium accounts. So it's like, I'm just like, who greenlit this thing? And what is the, uh, what did the, what then kind again, of, I would Daniel. love to see that PowerPoint where they pitched it. I would love to see what kind of bullshit is in that PowerPoint. I agree with you, but I, 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 I totally agree with you, but, but. people still buy Garmin GPS <laughs> systems. So, I, you know, yes, you there really are people should not make fun. There of. are uh, there are people out there because you can use your phone as a GPS. There's or most cars now have nav systems built in, but they're they Garmin still sells GPS units. I don't know how much I don't know how, you know, I don't know how profitable that is, but it's kind of a similar situation. Adam. Yes. I don't know if you know it or not, but it's time for everyone's favorite game show. Completely, completely uh, uh, original game show that only happens on this show. It is a very, it's an award-winning segment. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't. You know, Did we get a SAG award? We No, we got, we got the coveted Kathy Bacon Excellence in Podcasting Award, specifically for this segment that we like to call Living or Deceased. Adam, uh, you know the drill. What I'm going to do is I'm going to read you the name of some uh, famous folks, and I want you to tell me whether they're alive or dead and how we might know them. Okay, Are you, re- are you ready to play, Adam? I'm ready. Here we go. Number one, uh, Mario Andretti. Oh, you know, uh, Mario Andretti, oh gosh, I'm going to say dead. Okay. And uh, he was a race car. I know I'm supposed to say something funny, but I actually know who this oh, is. Okay. 
He was a race car driver. He was a race car driver. Okay, Adam, he is alive. And he was a race car driver. So uh, Mario Andretti, okay. yeah, still alive. So sorry, didn't get that one. How about Gilbert Gottfried? Oh, well, uh, Gilbert Gottfried is alive. Uh-huh. Half-lack. <laughs> um, and he is a comedian. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. Uh, he was the voice of Iago Oh, oh I'm, on, uh, I'm so glad that you said that, Adam, because, you know, I know you don't listen to the Little Fatty cast. But they were convinced that he was the voice of the bird from The Lion King, which was Zazu, by the way. And that would have either been uh, Rowan Atkinson or John Oliver, depending on which version of The Lion King you were talking about. Not Yago from... Yeah, no, he was uh, he Aladdin. was on Aladdin. All right. And uh, yeah. Well, absolutely. You're absolutely correct there, Adam. Gilbert Gottfried. Uh, very good. Uh, next, Gavin McLeod. Is he, um, I think he's dead and I'm not looking at the chat room cause they're probably answering. Mm-hmm. I'm looking directly at you. Yes. Was he the actor that played the captain on the love boat? I, 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 are, is he alive or is he dead? I said dead. Oh, you said dead and he was the captain on the love boat. Yeah. That is absolutely correct, Adam. Uh, Gil, uh, Gavin McLeod was, in fact, Captain Steubing on ABC's The Love Boat. So, uh, he was also Murray on the Mary Tyler Moore show, just in case you wanted to go I didn't there. watch that show. but All right, Adam. Uh, Frank Gehry. Well, I've been watching Ozark recently, mm-hmm. and uh, I think he was the third drug cartel member from the left oh okay and was he alive or dead uh and he well he got killed in the show so i'm gonna say dead oh so close adam so close in fact uh frank gary is alive he is an architect who was most famous for uh making the guggenheim museum oh so good to know yeah good to know know. do you have time for one more adam just one more uh i think so one more so a bugsy seagull well, not seag- that name not, sounds not so seagull. familiar. Seagull. <laughs> yep. Uh, he's dead. Okay. And how might we know and Bugsy Seagull? He was a real live Chicago mobster. Okay. He, yeah. uh, in fact, was an American gangster, but he's probably the most famous for creating the Mirage Casino out in the middle of Las Vegas, uh, as was portrayed in the movie Bugsy uh, by, uh, what was his name? Madonna's boyfriend, uh, Warren Beatty. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Bugsy Siegel. In fact, Adam, uh, you got that right. Yes. You said he was dead, right? I did. I, I cannot believe this, Adam. Believe it or not, you got four out of five correct. So congratulations, wow. Adam, for living or deceased. Now, look, I just want to tell anyone who might have been listening to the to the post show last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not listen to Little Fatty Cast. I have no idea what you're talking about. And uh, I have not heard their most recent episode. I oh. swear. Oh, okay. I don't so, know what that means, though. I don't know how, why well, that matters. For anyone who listens I to feel like that, I feel like that's content, maybe, just, maybe Chris and Dennis, you should take away from this, that Adam seems to have the problem with uh, Larry Vader and Big Fatty because you are you make a point of going out of your way to say that you don't listen to their show. I don't. 
Well, well I, as, I fail to see how that's relevant. That's just cruel to say like, I don't listen to this show. I just think well. it's kind of thing. Um, spe- you said something on your, uh, your other award-winning podcast, uh, breaking up with Joe and Adam. What was it? What's it called? Throwing, throwing down, throwing, throwing down. down, throwing down. And, um, you, you were talking about looking at new mixers. And, uh, so what, what have you found? What have you, did I talk about that on throwing down? Yeah. But I want to know, cause you, you didn't, uh, well, you know, Joe's not a real technical guy. He was, well, he didn't know. He's like, I got this USB all, microphone. Have you thought <laughs> about using that? Well, first of all, I just have to say, so I, so I occasionally will use this company called Sweetwater. I know we all use amazon.com, but there is a website called sweetwater.com. Okay. What, what I don't know. What do they do? It's audio. And, oh, well, you didn't it's say audio that. You didn't say that. You just said I sometimes yeah. use a website. It's like could have been porn, Adam. You just could have been pointing <laughs> yeah. people towards the. Uh, well, we're talking the, about mixers. Let's go to so, Twink. Uh, go to twinkwater.com. That's where uh, Adam apparently goes. Yeah. All right. So yes. Um. Well, the, the thing is, um, they're great. Uh, they're really great, but um, almost too good. Yeah. Because so I. I bought one thing from them. I think I bought this Rodecaster Pro from them. Okay. And uh, they gave me my own personal sales assistant. Now, I didn't call them. Yes. I didn't email. I didn't even email them. I just used their website. Right. And I got an email from this lovely guy and he was asking me, you know, he and all of this kind of stuff. And it was like this personal. So then when I did have a problem, I emailed him back and he, you know, talked to support and like all this stuff. It was great. Was he like flirting with you or something? Was he like, uh, no, no, not flirting. Just, uh, really personal. Like a really personal. So is he saying, so is he saying things like, is Adam, is Adam your first name? No. (laughs) Okay. Uh, and so we had a little bit of a relationship going on, you know, salesman, you know, selly, uh-huh. whatever, whatever, right. a, a yeah. consumer. Pimp and hoe. And at yeah. some point I got an email just out of the blue and it's been, I've been had this Rodecaster Pro for, I don't know, a year, however long I've had it. Yeah. And a couple of months ago, I get an email out of the blue saying, Hey, I'm a new person. My name is so-and-so and I'm your, uh, I have taken over your account. Oh my God. Your Sweetwater boyfriend broke up with you. From, from somebody, right? I'm like, how do they even, why are they even, I've bought literally one thing on their website. You know, I mean, it's good. I mean, personal service, this you is, know, they've got to. This is like when you were younger and you were like hitting on guys online or whatever, and you would like talk to the one guy and then you would exchange pictures. And then the guy would go like, you know what? I think you're really my roommate's type. Let me uh, give you his address, his information. And stuff. <laughs> no, you know it's what like, it's like, Daniel. Your, your sweet when, uh, water boyfriend has found another man. It's like when a travel agent tells you that they only do luxury travel oh. and they know someone uh, that works for Kmart why, and why would love why, to uh, help why, you out. Why are you trying to raise Auntie Scott's um, blood pressure? So anyway, so I thought, wow, they, why do they care about me so much? I've literally bought one thing. Yeah. So then, not that it's bad. I just, I was like confused. So then I, uh, so then I when I was looking for this portable podcast recorder. Yes. Um, Keeping in mind that you already have a zoom uh, portable recorder that will allow you to plug into uh, XLR cable. You already have what you need. Not really. 
I mean, the the outside of it's gotten sticky. The plastic has gotten tacky. <laughs> and there's there's no way to to clean that up. And uh, and, and no, it's like the plastic is disintegrating or something. Oh, I don't know oh. what's going wrong with it. It's kinda, not a, anyway. What jizz did you put on that thing? All right, go ahead, go ahead. So, so you, you uh, found this. So I thing. thought, you know what? I have a new salesperson. I'm just going to email him and ask him because I found this new thing. Right. But I, I had a question about it. Hey, new so boy. I thought, well, since Sweetwater is giving me such personal service, you know, I I'm I. Hey, I'm going to email this person and hey, ask him questions. Hey, sweet question. cheeks. Tell me about this uh, Zoom podcast L8. So he responded really quickly yeah. with an answer that was completely wrong, but we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> but was he cute? And though? was he cute? Not only that, yes. not only that, Daniel, he called me. <gasps> he caught. Now, Stalk. I don't answer my phone. Stalk. I don't you. answer my phone. Yeah. So I, I got a voicemail from this person later. I was like, oh, God. Oh, my he God. Called me too. So they really like to give the personal service at Sweetwater. This is what I'm talking about. But anyway, so you, if you want, if you want an internet boyfriend, go to Sweetwater.com. Yeah. Buy, I mean, I buy guess, me another you know, Roadcaster Pro. Just so ship it to me. And uh, to then, compete. yeah, you have a boyfriend. Go ahead. I've never had a bad experience with them and their prices are the uh, comparable to Amazon. So yeah. why not? Why not? But uh, so anyway, the, the, what I'm looking at is the Zoom P4. Oh, the, okay. And uh, the reason is, Daniel, is because it is it is built specifically for podcasters. It has four XLR inputs. Yep. Hence the four. You yes. can you can also do a Bluetooth connection just like we can on our Roadcaster Pros. And you it has a USB C okay. that can go into Got a computer. So this into is a this laptop is the Zoom well. Pod Track P4. Yeah. yeah. And it has four headphone outs. So if you have multiple podcast hosts. You all have your own headphones and they all have their own volume. Yeah. This is awesome. I love this thing. Two, and $219, right? 219 yeah. yeah. And, uh, but okay, this is the question I was asking him. I said, because the thing is, it says it's, there's four XLR channels. Yep. The Bluetooth and the USB go into the second, the, the three and four. Yep. So you can't have a mic and. Correct. Right. But the sound, but, oh no, this is the other thing that I loved. It has four buttons for sound effects. Oh. So you can also load in your theme song. Huh? And Look your, at that. It's only four. Right. But you don't need you know, you're traveling. Yeah, if you're traveling, you only need a couple. And we like to record things live. Oh, I like also, to record live. I, I don't like to. I have my iPad here, in, which connects with Bluetooth, right? So I can just connect yeah. to it via Bluetooth. Can I connect so via Bluetooth? It's almost the same as the roadcaster yeah you can it's oh, almost wow. the same as the roadcaster pro and well, hell. Uh, i think i'm gonna buy one of these to use for the other podcast because that way i don't have to move mixers back and forth because really all yeah. we do is play a theme song and then the two of us talk so it looks like you know it's something that I, oh you do have to buy the separate bluetooth module there is an extra thing you have to buy not, i don't need the bluetooth for what i'm doing Oh, if you don't. Anyway, so uh, so uh, yeah, I want to get that. But no, this is what he answered. So my question was, because it seems to me there are around six channels because there's the four XLR. I would say there's four channels and then three and four share double duty with with a single stereo track, depending on whether it's Bluetooth or USB. Well, yeah, yeah, but the sound effects are on their own channel. Oh, okay. I would get, then five. And I don't know whether oh, I that's see. So if it was stereo, or, then it'd be six. If it was mono, it'd be five. Okay, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha, you. Right. I got gotcha. you. So, but then they say when you plug in the USB, because I was thinking, oh, Daniel and I may be live streaming or try to live stream from the ship. I need to use this as an audio interface. And it says when you connect it via USB, it becomes a two in, two out. 
Okay. Well, I was confused because I'm like, well, there are at least five channels, possibly six. So do I lose something? Yeah, you lose three and four. Over USB. Yep. And uh, he came back, and this was his response, Daniel. He says, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, that just means there's two USB connections. No, no. Two in and two I'm out like, means two hell? channels in and two channels Sweetwater, out. Sweetwater, you were so good. <laughs> Until yeah, well, two, in fairness, he two is. Two in and two out does not mean there's two USB connections. He is, you know. he is your new Sweetwater twink. And so he clearly... Uh, <laughs> Didn't know what he was doing. You know what? We should well, have t- we should have kept this in the technology segment. I, I'm I'm sad I that we ended the technology segment. Um, I last thing. Yes, I I watched more YouTube videos and I found someone who said two in two out means it's a stereo out. Yeah, but it's a mix down. Yeah, it's a stereo mix down, so but it, it but mixes yeah. down everything. You don't lose anything. Right. Yeah, it's a mix down. Exactly. It's probably so. the same feed that they're sending to the headphone amps. All right. So, uh, excellent. So, are you going to buy it? Is that what we're going to... I think so. You know I, what? I, I, think think, so. I think I'm going to buy one, too. I'm going to go to Sweetwater.com. I'm going to get my own uh, Sweetwater, <laughs> Sweetwater boyfriend. That's what I'm going to do, Adam. Yeah. News game. It's the news game. It's the news game. What questions will he ask? It is the Mix Minus News Game. This is a segment of the show where Adam is going to read me five questions from the New York Times News Quiz. And I, using only my head, brain, and mouth words, will answer those questions. Uh, These are multiple choice. I will try to answer it without using the multiple choice, but in many occasions, it's a stupid one. Like, name the capital city of Idaho. And I don't know. Is it Bismarck? I don't know. I want to hear my choices. And so I ask Adam and he, he gives me those choices. Uh, there you go. And after we go through these five questions, uh, we then walk into walk. No, no. We traipse. We traipse into a one minute bonus round where uh, Adam will pull out a random trivial pursuit card and read me all the questions on it. And I will answer as many as I can for bonus points. Adam, what is our first question on the news quiz this evening? It's very heavy. It's very Russia heavy. Well, yeah, that, that is kind of the big um, story that's in the news. That's the 800 pound but, gorilla in the room. Uh, here we go. President Biden delivered his first State of the Union address flanked by Vice President Kamala Harris. Yes. And House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Yes. Which of them wore a mask during the speech? Uh, not a single one of them, Adam. None of them were wearing a mask. In fact, he uh, opened up his speech by by addressing that issue. Oh, that's correct. That sorry, was... I wasn't on the sound pad. Uh, uh, a cyclone. Cyclone. Excuse me. Can you add cyclone that to the pre-show to the... list, please? Um. All right. Uh. So. Uh. Yeah. That's correct. Um. All right. Representatives from 175 nations this week. 175. Agreed to write a treaty to restrict the prolif- proliferation of what? Oh, Would you like choices? This isn't. This is a green thing. This is not a weapons thing. Um, but I can't remember if it was plastics or all recyclables. Um, so what? What are my choices? Genetically modified wheat, bastards. Handguns, <laughs> plastics. Yes. Sea glass. Sea glass. Or solar panels. Yeah, okay. I'm going to go with plastic because my, my thought would have, my other thought, I, I was debating between that and recyclables in general. 
Excellent. That is correct, Daniel. All right. Um, which state kicked off the 2022 midterms with primary elections on Tuesday? That would have been uh, our uh, neighbor to the west, Tejas. We, we share a gulf with that state, uh, that fine state. I believe you even, when I first met you, Adam, when I first met you, 14, you, my best friend, when I first met you, you lived in Tejas. Yeah, that's correct. I lived in Dallas. And uh, Beto O'Rourke, who's not going to win, but he did get the Democratic nomination for governor. That's true. So You don't know he's not going to win. I don't think he will. I, right, I'm um, an optimist, Adam. All right, go ahead. All right. Two weeks after catching fire, that was number three. Yes. Two weeks after catching fire, a 650-foot ship, the Felicity Ace, <laughs> sank this week in the Atlantic Ocean. What was it carrying? I, when you said Felicity Ace, I thought you were going to say Felicity Macy because uh, Felicity Huffman is actually married to, what's his name from Shameless? William H. Macy. And I was just like, are you like, is it the Felicity Macy? Or is like, are you trying to like uh, <laughs> Hollywood power couple on me there? Um, this is that show. I didn't know the name of the ship, but I know that there was a ship that was filled with luxury cars that, that sank over the week. I did read that headline. Excellent. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, the ship was carrying thousands of luxury cars, including 1,000 Porsches and 200 Bentleys. Wow. And this this is the penultimate question coming up here, right? Uh, yeah. Question number uh, four. Well, no, this is the last one. This was the penultimate. Oh, well, you didn't, now, this then is why the did you one. say that was number three? You should have said, and now for the penultimate question. Uh, you know, Adam, if we, f- if we edited this show, I would, I would just say, let's retake that and whatever, but we don't, we don't edit this show. We don't. All right. Rob Manfred, the MLB commissioner uh-huh. held a news conference this week to announce what MLB is major league baseball <laughs> that he had a brain tumor and he realized that playing baseball was stupid and that he would uh, not. Uh, would you like uh, choices? Yeah, give me my, this is not going to matter, but go ahead. Give me Games my choices. will now be capped at two hours. Oh, if only. Jesus. Minor league players will earn guaranteed $1 million salaries. The first several games of the year will be canceled. The pitching mound will be moved back nine inches. <laughs> Nine inches, baby. Or would those be AOL two, inches or uh, reg- oh, regulation regulation inches? Uh, in fact, we had a title of dubious intent. We did uh, called AOL inches. It's, uh, it's memory road. Teams. It's memory road, Adam. What? Two more teams will be added for the 2023 season. I, you know what? I no fucking clue. I'm gonna go with the. Uh, there was something about um, the the price, a million dollars, something like that. Guaranteed a million dollars, something like that. Minor league players were in guaranteed $1 million salaries. Oh. That is incorrect. That is incorrect. The first several games of the year will be canceled. Would anyone notice? I mean, honestly, is this is this something? I looked at the baseball, uh, you know, here, and it's like, they... They play the same team for like five days, like in a row. They like just, it's. They do. Why? <laughs> what the fuck is going on with these people? It's like, it's no, like you know what? No, of, dude, let's do the best three out of five. Let's do, no, the best three yeah, out of five. something like that. I don't know. I, I'm not a big baseball fan myself, so. Oh, geez, just, just stop it. Hey, 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 hey. Hold on. The chat room, uh, excuse me, our executive producer is giving me shit about curling. Stop it, lady. Is giving me shit also, about curling. Also, when you. 
when you play music or talk loud into your microphone, it distorts for me. So, uh, I'm unsure what channel I'm sending to you on. So, okay. uh, <laughs> we'll just, I mean, I can take it. It's fine. Right, it's but... fine. Uh, anyway, Adam, whatever. Curling is chess on ice. You people just need to understand that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's put 60 seconds on the big board. The game begins in three, two, one. What country is bordered by China, Laos, and Cambodia? <laughs> Damn you, American education. I have no idea what Japan. I don't know. Vietnam. You know, I didn't know where Cambodia was a long time ago. Uh, what singer did Michael Bolton neglect to thank while accepting a Grammy for When a Man Loves a Woman? Uh, the, the author of the song, and I don't know who that was. Was it Otis Redding or? Percy Sledge. Okay. No. What American seamstress died in 1836? Betsy Ross. That's correct. What was the first organ successfully transplanted from a cadaver to a live person? Uh, a heart. A kidney. Damn it. Whose show does Pete Sampras habitually appear on the day after he wins the U.S. Open? No. No fucking clue. And the time is up, Adam. David Letterman's. David Letterman's not even on the air anymore. My God. How These are old, old cards. How old is this stuff? It's These are old like, cards. I told you. Who just won the Academy Award for Best Actor? In fact, it was, you know, Ben <laughs> Kingsley for... Uh, <laughs> His Gandhi uh, run. What was the What was the best musical this year? The King and I, <laughs> with Yule Brenner. He won the damn Oscar. You idiot. Anyway, that was the uh, news game. You know, I got four right out of five uh, in the news quiz, and then I picked up that bonus point there in the uh, in the bonus round, which of course gave me a perfect five score. And that's what we always go for, Adam. Perfection. Um, damn it. I always need to talk over that because it's, it, it gives away the fact that that crashing thing is just really abrupt. It just really ends really abruptly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was going to pull over the, the notes for this next segment, but Trello doesn't, the, the size of the file is too large. Ah, I think what you're talking about when you're talking about large sizes, Adam, is that huge, huge package. That our executive producer blesses us with every Friday. A huge package. He does have a rather large package. A huge package of research. Research, Adam. I don't know where you were going with that. Research. These are... Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Research. Exhaustively researched events and things that have happened on the date that we are recording of some year. So, Adam, in this example, it would be things that happen on March 4th of some year. Could be any year, but it happened on March 4th. Put down the razor, put down, <laughs> he's literally picking his fingernails with an exacto <laughs> knife. Okay. I thought I cut myself. Adam, I'm good. Uh, this I'm is, good. This no is, blood. This is from the Mix Minus Research Center Archives and Test Kitchen. I would like to say a very happy National Tartar Sauce Day, Adam. You know, I actually like tartar sauce, but I hate fish. I love tartar but sauce. You can put it on other things, but I love pickles and I love mayonnaise and when, mayonnaise, mayonnaise. When, when I was, uh, not, this was not that long ago. This was like a year and a half ago. I was up at the lake house with my nephews and they had made like, or brought in this. No, they made, they made a big shrimp boil and they had like, you know, boiled shrimp and all they had was cocktail sauce. As you do. All they had was cocktail sauce. And I'm like, do you have any tartar sauce? And they're like, no. And I'm like, do you, do you have mayonnaise and relish? And they're like, Yes. 
And I'm like, then you have tartar sauce. And I, I proceeded to take mayonnaise and the uh, relish and then a little bit of garlic powder and some uh, dill weed. And then I like uh, spun all that together. But they had dill? Dill weed, you know, the, the little, they it's dried. It was like dried just... in the McCormick spice rack. Who okay. the fuck doesn't have dill? Anyway, the point is I stirred that all together and uh, they were amazed. They're like, oh my God, I never knew that tartar sauce was just mannish and relish. And I'm just like, let me blow your mind right now. If I put ketchup in it, it's Thousand Islands. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, but it, it, it has to be dill pickle relish, not sweet relish. Yes. Not sweet pickle I relish. I don't have sweet pickle relish that's gross i hate sweet pickle relish but uh on this day in march 4th in lgbtq plus history uh in 1971 village voice columnist jill johnson comes out in her article lois lane is a lesbian sparking controversy between feminism and lesbianism that results in various johnston antics so uh, in Disney-related news, in uh, 1980, Disney releases its very first videotapes to the home VHS market. The 13 titles are licensed for rental to Photomat, a retail chain of photo development drive through kiosk located in Sharping Center parking lots. Was that before Blockbuster? Oh, so, so far before that. The titles include the live-action features Pete Dragon, The Black Hole, The Love Bug, Escape the Witch Mountain, Davy Crockett, uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, Bedknobs and Broomsticks, The North Avenue Irregulars, The Apple Dumpling Gang, and Hot Lead and Cold Feet. Oh, my God, Daniel. Can I just tell you? You've watched all of this? My favorite. My favorite. I don't even know what to call it. I love Pete's Dragon. I love it. I in have, fact, I have a, a coworker that really liked uh, Elliot because when I would go to pen events, he'd be like, oh my God, is that an Elliot pen? And he would make me get the Elliot pens. Yeah. In fact, I want to say I've never thought of this before, but I was really young when Pete's Dragon came out. Yeah. And, uh, or I don't even know if, was it already out before I was born? I'm not sure. But anyway, I watched it when I was really young. Yes. Now I'm thinking that Petey, I probably found him attractive. I, I, Obviously, I mean, I was a child. I mean, you do so have Disney. You another... do have Disney Plus. Yes, I do. You, you could just watch Pete's Dragon. You know what I found about a lot of these old movies? They're only like thirty minutes long. This is like these are the shortest damn <laughs> movies ever. Anyway, I loved Pete's Dragon. <laughs> okay, I don't remember it. Um, in uh, on this day in 1918, the first cases of the reported 1918 flu were reported. Oh my god, I can't talk. The but the question, Daniel, is, did people refuse to wear masks yes, back then? Yes, they did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they were basically like, no, I shake my freedoms. And that's actually what started World War II. I don't know if you knew that. Um, anyway, uh, on March 4th of 1952, Ernest Hemingway finished The Old Man in the Sea. Did you ever read that? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Uh, in 1960, on March 4th, Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz got divorced. This is of special interest to Auntie Scott in the room, who I believe is now just watching a Charlie Chan film and is probably not paying attention. Uh, but Lucy and uh, Ricky got divorced on March 4th, 1960. I would like to know if Auntie Scott has watched the Amazon Prime movie uh, about Lucy and Ricky that came out recently with Nicole Kidman. Oh, I haven't watched that. Have you? No, I haven't, but seems like something that might be up his alley. Uh, 
And let's go, go to the real source of news from the past, Adam. That, of course, is the Weekly World News from March 4th, 1997. Uh, the headline screams on this first page. I don't know if you can see this or not. A 2,000-year-old letter from Jesus was found. I'm, that's not the best article that's in this thing, so I'm just going to let you in. Just a little, you know, spoiler alert. So if you don't want to know what Jesus wrote 2,000 years ago, uh, you know, skip ahead a little bit but uh adam well he made the mistake of using uh the united states postal service (laughs) instead of fedex but the letter basically said dear mary i know you're not my mother i forgive you it was it was really really boring it was it was just stupid boring i think what we really need to do though do though i think what we need to do though is head deeper into the publication where we find this amazing article man (laughs) <laughs> Stop he looks it. a little like Randy Rainbow. He does. You know, speaking of the Randy Rainbow yeah. concert that you were going to go to. No, it's gotten rescheduled. We are still going to it. Yeah. He looks He looks a little like him. I Man don't know if you, you see a similarity. while passing gas. <laughs> if this isn't a big fatty uh, thing written all over. I was really like, I thought when I read this article, it was going to be like South Carolina resident, big fatty. <laughs> But no, well, no, you know no. What? Tragic Tad Bloom was suffering from severe gas attack when he walked past an open flame, broke wind, and blew himself to smithereens. You know, you laugh, Daniel, but this is actually possible. Have you ever... Look, I'm from Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And I have known guys, including uncles of mine, mm-hmm. to put a lighter down by their butthole. Yes, yes. While they were farting. Yes. And it will actually flame up. Do you do you not think that what what's the name of that team on the Amazing Race? Dusty and uh Ryan. Do you not think they've lit their farts before? They're so fucking broy. I'm sure they've lit their farts <laughs> Probably. before. Probably. I've never lit my farts. All right, but, let's uh, just get let's I just know. finish this article here though, Adam. Witnesses told us that they saw Mr. Bloom walk past a mechanic's assistant who was using an acetane torch watched him grimace in pain and then heard him pass gas instantly a tongue of flame it's, flared from the torch and mr bloom exploded uh it's uh daniel it's acetylene it's not acetylene or whatever you said it's acetylene torch <laughs> anyway, I, and then the, of course the article ends in the most classy way that the only the weekly world news can give us in any case in this instance Flatulence was clearly a deadly problem. <laughs> Adam, there were a whole bunch of number one movies in uh, on March 4th of, of different years throughout history, and they all have theme songs. I'm going to play you the theme song to one of those, and I want you, Adam, to tell me what is this number one movie on March 4th uh, theme song from? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the advice to wait just a minute before you decide. W- would it help you if I said, hey now? Well, I'm going to say it. maybe it's private parts because that sounds like a... Radio that is, in fact, it is uh, the theme of Private Parts. That is a Howard Stern biopic that was, or, or I don't want to call it a biopic because he wrote the book and, and starred in the movie and, and what, and it was, but yeah, I guess it was kind of a biopic from his standpoint. An autobiopic, <laughs> biopic. Was that, his, it uh, was that his opening song for his radio 
program? Yeah, yeah. That, that oftentimes he doesn't, I, he doesn't have a specific one, but yes, that is something that he uses quite often. Uh, it is also okay. the opening to his movie. And Adam, uh, speaking of March 4th, we can't, of course, speak of March 4th without thinking of all those people that might have been born on this day. And for those people, we would like to say a very happy birthday. Uh, Brooklyn Beckham, looking very hot, the son of the even hotter David Beckham. Beckham and yeah. Posh Spice uh, turned 23 Sam Asgari I don't know who that is uh, fiance to Britney Spears oh, turned 28 uh, Chaz Bono turned 53 Steven Weber turned 61 um, actor and former co-star of Tim Daly by the way he's the brother of Tyne Daly I know that this was a a, a, a bone of contention on oh, a yeah. show uh, recently yeah, he was him he was on Wings yeah. but he was also the husband on Madam Secretary mm-hmm. married to Taya Leone uh, but Stephen Weber turned 61 uh, let's see who else do I recognize off this list oh Catherine O'Hara turned 68 Emilio Estefan Jr. turned 69 and uh, I don't know who the rest of these people are <laughs> Is he related to Gloria Estefan? No. Uh, like I said, I don't know who these people are. I thought it was Emilio Estevez, and I was clearly wrong because it's well, Estevan. There is an Emilio but I, had, Estevez, I know, but, but I had already committed to this. Anyway, for all of you, to all of us, we would love to tell you a very sincere happy birthday. I feel like Patricia Heaton. Was the wife on home on uh, Adam? Adam, the music's already played. The music's already played. There's nothing we can do about it. The music home has already played. Is that right? I'm not going to tell her happy birthday. But was she the wife on Home Improvement? I don't. Possibly Patricia was the character's name. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, Adam, I I, I I got this little tag here that I wanted to talk about just right here at the end of the show, just real quick. Have you, do you have CVSs in Arkansas? Is that is CVS a national national chain? We do, and she wasn't the wife on... She is a, a wife on many sitcoms, okay. but not Home Improvement. If you've ever we been do. to CVS, or if you've ever, I don't know, looked at Facebook and seen a meme or two, you know that CVS is famous for these 17-mile-long receipts that they give you. Like, you go into CVS, yes. you buy a 12-pack of Diet Coke, you... Uh, I just burped. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just uh, also... Out. You know, also if you're Princess Hana, uh-huh. uh, oh yeah, you, you only CBS, you only pay a dollar fifty two. They, they yeah. give you money back. Yeah, but and you buy all of yeah. your week's groceries yeah. plus all of your medication, and they give you money. But you walk into CVS, so, you just buy one little thing, and of course they print you out this ridiculous fucking receipt. So I found out years ago that you can actually request that they email you a receipt and you, you set it up one time at the cashier, you give them your email address. And then from that point on, you don't get those receipts. They just email you. So you don't get the receipts, but this is the thing. Yeah, you just get like a 32 page PDF. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Cause that's email. It doesn't take me space, but here's the thing. Since those two years ago, and I, the only reason I know this is because I went to CVS tonight to pick up some medication and I'll talk to you about that in post show. But the, um, the thing is, for the past two years since I've set that up, since I've set up that emailing thing. No, it had to be before the pandemic. So the past, let's say three or four years that I've had that set up. I delight in buying things at CVS 
and watching them put their hand over the receipt machine like they're about to shoot out that 17 miles. And then that utterly perplexed look on their face when nothing comes out of the printer. And I say, oh, yeah, I'm set up for email receipts. And they go, oh, yes, you are. Have a nice day. But it's like, I just love that, that they always, that they, they know they're going to grab that receipt. You're like, ha I got you. No, no, I know that our company has ridiculously long receipt and I'm just going to stick my hand right here and, and block it. But no, Adam, I deny them that pleasure. I deny them that pleasure. And if you like being denied pleasure, you should uh, always check in here at Pride 48 every Friday night at 10 p.m. when we stream this little show. Uh, Adam, you know what? If people want to email us and, and, and chew the fat... That's a colloquialism. Uh, they can do so. Our email address is contact at mixminuspodcast.com. They can also give us a call, 70761-DEATH, if they're using POTS. You know, that's plain old telephone system, Adam. Just if they want to use the phone. Oh, yeah. But if they want to be more, you know, technologically astute, they can uh, use the, uh, the, the the web interface we have over at voicemail.mixminuspodcast.com. If you go there on your phone, you can just click on the record button and talk to us in crystal clarity. Crystal clarity, Adam. Yeah, that's that's what I hear. Yeah. All right. So uh, you're not going to Europe next week, right? Or are we we're, we're back no. next week, right? So we we are back next week, as far as I know. All right. Well, in that case, then Adam, I'll be here. You'll be here, and uh, next Friday. This show is part of the Pride Forty Eight Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com. <laughs>